podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's got to 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Yo! Could have went left, but it went right. Could have went wrong, but it went right. Should have missed Ian, but it went right. Probably got pass on pass on sight. MVP in the night. Can they get a deposit in? Hello, welcome to another Touchy Goodest podcast. My name's Lewis. Um, I'm joined by Sean. How you doing, Sean? Yeah, all good, bro. All good. Just me and you today, mate. Just me and you. Yeah. Just the two of us. We can make yeah. it if we try. Just the two of us. <laughs> you and I. The, the, the others are neglecting their duties, but you know how it is. Slackers. Yeah, well, you know, Love Island sucks it out of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew this would start happening. I knew this would start. As soon as Love Island comes on. You know, people's people's uh, appearances start start becoming a bit scarce. <laughs> uh, before we get on to um, all things Love Island, um, quick ad for uh, Fanslide. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Fanslide. It's the world's first in-play fantasy football game. Right? It's a free app. You don't need to do anything. You just download the app. Okay, and what it enables you to do is win cash actual money like real money um and it's been running throughout the euros it's going to be running for the premier league season next season as well it's a fantastic idea i love the idea you know if you're a, if you're a keen fantasy league fantasy fo- um fantasy football player then you will really enjoy this because it's literally in play so you don't have to rest by your decisions that you make at uh 12 o'clock on a saturday afternoon anymore you can actually change up your team during the game and um, you can make changes every 20 minutes. Um, and what Fanslide are doing now is they've upped their referral bonus as well. So if you refer someone, when you join the app, you refer someone um, and they win, you actually get their winnings as well. So massive incentive to refer as many people as possible and actually hope they win because you could get paid too. Um also, they're giving away a free shirt of your choice, right? So any shirt you want. Maybe you want a Ainsley Maitland-Niles Arsenal shirt or, you know, or you know when uh, Ben White joins Arsenal, maybe you want a Ben White Arsenal shirt. Um, all you have to do is uh, follow Touchline Frackers on the Fanslide app, become our friend, and you'll be entered into the draw for um, a free football shirt of your choice. So... Get signed up to Fanslide. Just download the app. Very, very easy registration and login. No fees at all. Go and join Fanslide. Befriend Touchdown Frackers on the app and uh, get playing because there's loads of money up, up for grabs. Um, also, Patreon. We've got some more Patreon content coming for you this week. We'll probably do another player profile. We've already done one on Lakonga. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, we've done Ruben Neves. We've done the Eves Basuma. So if, if you haven't checked those out yet, uh, get cracking onto our Patreon. The link will be in the bio. 
um, or just Google Patreon, Touchy Gooners, really. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe, please. Um, and, you know, comment along. We'll, we'll, we're going to be answering a lot of listeners' questions today. So if you want to list, if you want to uh, ask some questions to me and Sean, maybe we'll have Leroy join it later as well. We'll, we'll see what the doctor's busy schedule is like. Um, but, yeah, if you've got any questions, uh, um, message on the YouTube as well. So, um, Sean, let's start with uh, what's been going on this week. It's kind of been... A busy it's been a busy week for Arsenal. Lots of lots of things happening or rumoured to be happening. Um we'll start with what seems to be, you know, pretty solidified now because so many people are um tweeting it and it was it was a player that this time last week I don't even think I had heard of him, right? And and he, he played against us apparently for Benfica. I mean, I don't remember him at all <laughs> playing in that game, but um, I'm not sure if that's a good sign or not for, for a left back. Um, but um, it's Nuno Tavares, Tavares, is it? Yeah, um, Nuno Tavares. Nuno Tavares, right. And um, he's he's a left-back for uh, Benfica. Um, as far as I know, he's their second-choice left-back. Um, yeah, he's, he's behind, behind Grimaldo, yeah, in, yep. in the pecking order, I believe, because that's why, yeah, when we played them, I don't really remember him. Um, I think he must have come on as a sub or something. So, yeah, but he's... Um, He's the backup left back to Grimaldo. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. From from all intents and purposes, right? We uh, when we were looking at um, positions to strengthen this season, a backup left back was certainly on the list. Um, considering you know Tierney is essentially made of glass, um, and even though this season is only a thirty eight game season for us because of no Europe, um, it was important that we did strengthen in that position because. Nobody's trying to see, you know, Xhaka at left back or or um, Cedric at left back or you know whatever the hell we were doing when Tierney, you know, was uh, was injured. And um, I think we've spoke about it on the pod before. Is that you know we were looking for a player who could essentially replicate what Tierney could bring to the side um, because if he is going to be out for you know, 10 to 15 games a season, which is quite likely with, with Kieran Tierney. As much as we love him, he's, um, he is injury prone. Um, it was It's important to have that continuity going through that position, as opposed to maybe someone who offers a little bit different. Um, so, I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, Sean, because I don't imagine you've watched too much of him either. But just from a, a profile standpoint, um does does Tavares tick those uh, boxes for you? Yeah, it's 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 a weird one because obviously I've heard different views on it. Um, you know, some people are for it, some people are a bit against it. But I mean, the YouTube videos I've watched, he doesn't look bad. He looks athletic, which I want. Um, he looks relatively quick, and he looks like he can swing in across. Um, and I think that the important thing is to maintain, you know, a sense of continuity. It's important to, you know um you know we talk about raising our ceiling as a club but we don't want to have a a low floor either because like you said you saw when Tierney was out last season how we had to rejig things if um Xhaka was out in midfield or party was out in midfield we had to rejig things so it's about having you know if there is an injury or a suspension we have a, a certain level of continuity um and I think that's important as well so like for example if Tierney was injured um, it doesn't look like we're going to have to change stylistically, basically, um, with Nuno Tavares, which is which is the most the main important thing. 
um to to his actual level I, I i don't know if i'm to keep it plain and honest i don't mind what i've seen i think there's some stuff to work with i've heard people talk about he's not great defensively but you know um if you look at the way arteta likes to attack in the five lanes of attack the left back ends up being a left winger anyway so um and yeah i feel like you know if the system can protect for upholding's deficiencies i think it can protect someone a bit more athletic do you know what i mean so i'd rather have someone who's good going forward is, is the basis of the team is we're going to be a team that has 60 percent possession or more most of the time so um obviously he will need to work and improve on his defensive um deficiencies but you know you know our key fullbacks are um in the modern game as well so if he can contribute going forward to us that's the sort of most important thing for me yeah absolutely and I, like I, i've only watched um uh him lips of his dog so that's as much as i know of nuno <laughs> <laughs> that video that video is that so, so, so suspect but listen yeah. i've seen i've seen people kiss their dogs before right normally it's I mean, normally it's a normally it's a thing for certain uh you know listen if, if he was a certain you know if he was a certain uh race right we would be uh oh, oh talking of talking of dogs here's anton how you doing mate i mean that was unnecessary <laughs> 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 How are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. Uh, long time no see. In it, yeah, doing? man. I, well, I saw you a couple of weeks ago, actually, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, actually on the pod. Yeah, no, for real. I apologize for my um my lack of um appearance. Well, listen, mate. You you know you're a busy man. You've you've got you've got businesses to run. You you know you're 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 doing it all at the moment. Well, I am a bit too much, but you know. Yeah, I hear. You. Well, what we were talking about is um, this left back that we're about to sign, Nuno Tavares, uh, the dog kisser. Um, Bruh, we were, it. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. But, uh, any, any thoughts on him? I don't. I don't suppose you've managed to see him too much. I remember the last time Arsenal signed a backup left back, and I remember hearing the name and it being a bit exotic. And I remember going to watch it on YouTube. And I remember seeing zero defending. And that guy's name was Andre Santos. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not doing that again. <laughs> he, he does remind me a bit of Andre Santos, actually. Well, that is a problem for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so no, I haven't I haven't watched none of the, um, the clips. I don't like watching clips on players anymore on YouTube. I try, I'm going to try to avoid doing it. No, I hear you. It's... Um... YouTube is a bit of a, um, a hit and miss, right? Is it's it's sometimes it gives you some good information, but listen, it can sell you fucking dreams. The amount of dreams I've been sold on YouTube by certain players, half our squad probably. Yeah, well, look, two <laughs> two minute compilation of a ninety minute match. How hard is it to do good stuff in two minutes of ninety? Right. Dep depends how good you are at football, mate. Uh, me, I, I would struggle to get two minutes. I can't lie to you. <laughs> Um, and I've seen you do pieces of stuff. I'm, you made one great save at West Ham one time. Imagine if you had four saves on a compilation. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's maybe that's why we're signing Aaron Ramsdale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ramsdale's got a better compilation than you could have. No way. This, that's that's true. That's true. I, I I mean, look, we can we can move on to Ramsdale and stuff in a minute. But um, uh, another player that looks like it's pretty much sealed this week is um, Lukonga, which I think is a player that. We have looked um, a little bit more into... I've watched a few games of his, actually. Um, 
and you know there was some decent compilations going around and you know he he's a he, he looks he looks like he's got everything that we would want um from a center midfielder in terms of profile right like great technical ability great age um physicality um energy great passing ability so um and have you have you managed to see Lokonga? no he's what made me change up because i watched the youtube thing and then you said that he was kind of well, you didn't say he was dead in the games, but you wasn't impressed by the games, was you? No, no. He, um, he, it's not that I wasn't impressed per se. It was just like, I felt like he had mad, mad flaws. Like he would just be letting <laughs> guys run off him, run into the box, score headers. Was part of what you was watching on YouTube, had you looking for a finished article? No, because I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think I had the expectation of him because, um, I, I, I like you. I don't really even to, like Tavares. I haven't watched a single YouTube compilation of him because I'm just sort of like I, I don't want to do the compilation thing anymore. So I watched that compilation of Lakonga. Literally one compilation I watched of him, and I said, "Let me go watch a full, a full, um, a couple games." So I watched one game, and then I watched another afterwards, and it was just like I don't know. I weren't I weren't completely so, but I can, I can recognize that he's got some. He's got a good. He's got good talent. He can he can pass the ball. That's that's for sure. Do you think he has a talent that's going to Is that me or you? I think it's I think it's Anton. I think we've lost him. Oh, Ant's gone. Oh. Um he'll I'm sure he'll come back, but um yeah, Sean, um Lokonga looks like it's about to be confirmed. <laughs> um so obviously we did our our Patreon piece, our player profile um piece on, on for patreon if you haven't checked it out go 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 subscribe to our patreon you'll be able to see it um have you have you managed to watch any more of Lakonga? yeah so I've, I've watched the same two games that, that you know the one you put in the chat as well so i um because essentially I, I think where where you tend to stand on him is is where you would assess his his position in the squad i'm seeing him as you know likely a gwen doozy or sabios replacement um so I don't think he's being signed with, you know, the guys that he's going to be the first choice. I think, obviously, he will probably play back up to whoever um, is Xhaka's replacement. Him and basically, so we'll sign a Xhaka replacement, which I'm assuming will be party's partner. And then Lakonga will be the one who steps in for either one of them. Um, I like his profile, um, you know, seems de decent athletically, good technically. Um, but obviously, like you said, we you just have to temper expectations because obviously the league he's playing in, um we need to see what he's like here i think he needs to he's a sort of player that will need to improve defensively because he probably doesn't have that level of tactical awareness yet but I'm he's sure. got a decent sorry bro yeah yeah uh how much games did Sabios play last season uh, how many games did he play I think... what in the league well, well league i think Sabios Sub so played quite a lot actually um Remember, Party was injured for quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I was going to say because Party was injured a lot. That was that probably would he have played that much if Party wasn't injured? He played twenty five games in the league. I don't know Starting. how many starts. No, oh, definitely not starts. Um, uh, let me have a look. But yeah, but even with that said, even if it's not twenty five starts, it's fair to say that then if a guy is signed to take on that role, then then you have to call him a, a first team player. He's going to be playing plenty of football. No, no, yeah, I, I agree with you definitely. I think, uh, I, and the fee at the end of the day, like it's costing 
altogether just over 20 mil um, euros or pounds. I can't remember what it is, but so I'm sure he will have like a significant amount of games. We, we said in the group chat earlier today, how many games do we reckon he starts next season? It's a tough mm-hmm. one because obviously we don't have any Europe. Um, so and 17 fitness, starts, 17 starts for Sabah. So I'm surprised by 17 starts yeah. in, the, in the league. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's almost, that's almost half the games. I would assume um, fitness permitting Lokonga wouldn't start that much next season. I would be surprised, fitness permitting, if like... But a manager that didn't pick the same team to... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and and that that's a question to be had. It was it was it picked? Uh, was it did he not pick a team like two times in a row because of circumstance or you know was it down to injuries or is he just someone who likes um, to rotate um, a lot? Some of the circumstances himself, no. So this is what I'm saying. So it could be all of them, but nonetheless, I, I think I don't. I don't think that Arsenal right now, after like everyone's got these things, oh, they're signing for the squad, they're signing for the squad. I, I, I don't think you build a squad by signing players that aren't good, that you don't think are, are there to play now. I don't I don't think that's the plan. I, I, I don't think that you come eighth and then you plan like that. I, I fully believe that the players that we're seeing coming in, coming in to, to challenge for starting places, Places. And given we, well, what we know or don't know about these places, we want to look about it, look at it. I don't think that's going to take us very far. No, no, no. I, I and I, I definitely agree with you there. I feel like if if it was me building, I would right now just be focusing on signing first eleven players. Do you know what I mean? So and and, and maybe we will still like do that. Unequivocally improve the first eleven. Yeah, Not players, I, I, you know might make it a bit better in next season or you might improve now, blah, blah. That, that, I don't think we're in a position to be making those much forward, especially given the fact that I Arsenal are going to, um, you know, from here for 17 mil to improve in the future. But, you know, the, the players, the teams that we want to get around, so that being City... Chelsea, Liverpool, United. Who are they signing to improve those squads? And 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 I hundred percent agree. I, I I don't disagree with that. Like it's just come out actually just now. I don't know if you've seen Lewis that we've uh, Fabrizio Romano has just said we made a bid for Locatelli. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Is he know someone that would move the needle for us? Well, I think that's that's definitely an improvement. Uh, you know, in terms of just, yeah. And just talk about someone who's ready to play now. Locatelli, someone who's 23 years old, like, you know, he's wanted by Juve. He'd be someone who's ready, ready to play now. Obviously, you'd have, you'd be wary because, you know, sometimes Italians don't transition well into the Premier League. But I yeah. like what I've, I, I don't, well, how many would you say have been successful? Jorginho. Yeah, I think Jorginho has been successful. I think you'll be. I think you'll do well to get past Jorginho. No love, Viali. So we got. So we got back thirty years. <laughs> oh, do, do you know what? We said Kazaragi soon. Do, do you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not. It's just that we don't see it often. I guess Italians just don't come to the prem often. Yeah, I guess, don't. which is yeah. probably the main point. But I really like what I've seen of Locatelli this tournament. Um, he looks a really, really good player to me. Um, I would. Obviously, the concern some people have is that is he athletic enough for the league, um, you know. But I think the difference between him and someone like Xhaka, for example, is that Locatelli is much better under pressure and he's happy to use his weaker foot as well. Um, passes well off weak, off either foot. So um, 
I'd be very, very happy if we could get him. I still feel like he's going to go to Juve, though. Um, but, but you know, that's that's a decent link. And, you know, it fits in with Ant's thing about, does that improve us? Does that move the needle? I think Locatelli definitely moves the needle a lot more than Lukonga does right now anyway. So yeah. I, I can't lie to you. I haven't, I haven't seen Locatelli at all. So I, I don't... I don't know what kind of player is. Is he? What is he like? A Xhaka type player? What? What? what so, he? so when I first saw him last season, I, he was like, yeah, like a Xhaka type. You know, that sort of like deep playing guy who's like a high volume passer from deep. But when I've seen him for Italy this tournament, he's played a lot higher up in a four three three. So it looks like he can play a bit deeper, a bit higher up as well. So, so he's, he's a got a bit more. Can do what a midfielder's job. He's not one of these nonsense guys that can only do one of the five tasks that a midfielder. <laughs> so, so you like him, man? Yeah, I, I've not seen a great deal, but he's impressed me. What I have seen, I'm not going to pretend that. I mean, he used to be really good at football manager. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard of him before, like last Wait, last uh, season. Yeah, him and that Baradi guy. They was the um, Fosasuolo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're both there, but that was brilliant pronunciation, there, mate. <laughs> it's, it's not that difficult, is it? I was going to call him Sasso. Sass below. It's coming home, mate. It's coming home. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, that that's that's the midfield links because I don't think we've been linked to anyone else um in in the midfield areas as of late. Um what another player that obviously looks like it's gonna be done is Ben White. And I know that is such a massive um that is such a massive uh divisive transfer going through the fan base at the moment where you know, I, what I do feel like is happening is 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 people are kind of co- trying to convince themselves this signing makes sense. Um, I've tried to do it myself, you know, but I, I'm still not getting there because the fee just seems astronomical. Um, and I'm not the defender go for these days. Let's 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 look at the last few that have that average have. defender or or British defender. How much did um. Burnley turned down 40 million bid for James Towalski from Leicester. Yeah, from, from Leicester, yeah. Nathan Aki went for 40 mil. Wambasaka went for 50 mil. We, Chil- we, Chil- Chilwell went for 50. We, we put a list of these transfers yeah, the other we, day, we, didn't we? We did it, yeah. And, we, and, we and how many said... of them would you say were actually successful? Well, mm. that, this is what I'm saying. So what, what do we base this on? Their quality or their quality against that value? Because and, part feels like I, I, I'm a bit I'm a bit of a wishy-washy with it in that sometimes I'm like well the value is the value but then other times in, in a market where we know the prices are, are, are mm. way above what they be like should we still look at it the same way we used to look at a 50 million transfer like a 50 million transfer today is isn't not... a million transfer that it was five years ago mm-hmm. and, it and and, and but also as well, like you, you have to bear in mind, it doesn't look like Ben White, for example, he's on a long-term contract at Brighton. Yeah, they rejected a thirty million pound bid from Leeds last summer. Liverpool asked about him in January. They were rebuffed. So Brighton obviously don't need the money. So which is why obviously they're telling Arsenal like, if you want him, you you you've got to pay. Yeah. So you, you and obviously I I I, I don't think he's I don't think he's. Player, you don't want to sell. You say, oh, "I'll send you back a stupid offer, innit? If you come back, you buy him happy days. If you don't, you don't. I keep him." But my thing is, though, is is when I look at Ben White, I don't. We need to be buying, like you said, we need to be buying players who are going to improve this first eleven, right? 
I'm not convinced he does. And for £50 million, I need you to be that guy. I uh, absolutely need you to be that guy. What we a Ben White type signing is if you look at... Granted, I've not seen much of Saliba. He's impressed me more than any of the others that I've seen. And he's the only one that he could do. Gabriel's not a defensive leader. Gabriel's the second defender. White looks to be the second defender, what I've seen of him. Holding's not good enough to be a lead defender. Um, Mari, again, not good enough to be a lead defender. So we end up with the exact same problems that we had over the last couple of years. Is that we don't have no one organising a back line and no one leading a back line. Even if, we do, even if Ben White is a good defender, you can only have one of those type of defenders. You can't, go, you can't have two defenders that need to be marshaled. Remember the difference between Koscielny when he was with Murtisaka to when he wasn't with Murtisaka. Mm. And 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 that's 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 even a good point Ant just made because if you remember how Kashoni and Vermalen were together, they never gelled oh. together. And also, uh, Ben White is quite like Gabriel; he's a very front-footed defender. Do you know what I mean? So you just look at it and you don't see that as compatible. Whereas Saliba is someone who likes to drop off a bit more. He's he's a bit more of a reader of the game. So I yeah, I mean, we've already spoken about Ben White a few times. Like I I don't mind him. I think he's actually a decent defender. But one, my issue is the fee, and two, what it actually in what it means for Saliba, which which I think we all know what it means. I mean, they had the they said his agent had the meeting yesterday. Um, do, you, do you not do you not think there's a possibility of him being more keen on the free at the back this season? I, I mean, I, I would be surprised because like he had the free at the back, and you know we weren't creating enough chances, which is why he moved to the back four, didn't he? So. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe, but I would I would be surprised. I'd be surprised because he's often, when he's had these interviews, he's spoken about he wants to do a full free free like Pep. But. But there's, there's, I've coached some football, granted not to that level. I've played some football. But I don't think that your shape means that you can't create. Just because you've got three at the back, it shouldn't mean that you can't. No, no, no. One should have nothing to do with the other. I grew up watching Holland play three at the back my whole childhood and they were the creative international team that I, that I used to see between them and Brazil and they always played three at the back like one what it should that shouldn't mean that you know that you that you cannot create if anything you're freeing up more players to attack because you've got that stability in that you're not leaving four players back you're still only leaving three back I, I agree and I the way Wenger used it I thought it was quite attacking way, but um most people used to use it yeah. now what's happened with football is it is so pre-planned like every off the cuff now like so mm. that's why now you can attribute more attacks to how much people was in the back line and that and it shouldn't be that that's nothing to do with that that's to do with how mundane your creation is it's, it's nothing to do with having three at the back you can create with three at the back so but so, do you think the free the free at the back is a is um is a possibility then because like Arteta has always said he wants to go four three three or four two three one. I think he actually said he wants to transition to four two three one and then go to a four three three sometime. So I don't think anyone's ever envisaged him going back to this three at back. That was always seen as that kind of stopgap. How, you know, uh, how many times has he stuck by what he said? Well, what do you mean by that? How many times has this man come out and said something, and what he said is what he's actually done? Hmm. I don't know. I've got to take him at his face value for it. He said that's what he wants to do. I, I personally can't see us going to a back three. 
So I look at the let's let's just assume Ben White's there. Let's assume Saliba's not being sold, and let's assume and obviously Gabriel. I look at those three, and I think the way you'd get the best out of all three would be a three at the back. Hundred percent. I think that'd be a good back three. Actually, <laughs> I actually think it'd be a good back three. Wouldn't be the worst thing, and you know they're they're all relatively young. So you know that that extra bit of of protection that you get when you have two other centre backs with you would would be really helpful f- for them. So I, I I don't know, but then obviously like, could you see a three four three working with this team? Like if you had like let's let's assume say we get that uh, Locatelli or Party Locatelli, yeah Tierney on the left. I think that's a decent f- um, three four three setup. Yeah, you could you could even you could even go Saka on the right where where Tierney's, um and still have Smith Rowe, Aubameyang, and Pepe as your as your as your front three. I, I don't think that's the worst team that Arsenal could put out by any stretch. No, I don't know if it challenges for the top four, um, but it shouldn't be too far off. Where where um. The, the thing is, is it, where I think you are could be right is that we haven't been linked to a right back in fucking donkeys, right? We haven't been linked to a right back probably since that Emerson guy. Um, no, was, the, the, uh, the Athletic did one this week. Um, the Turkish yeah. right back. Um, oh, really? Muldar, I, I didn't. I didn't. His name I is. didn't he's, he's, uh, he plays for Sassuolo as well. But that, that's the first right back link we've had in time, right? Yeah, even yeah, the, yeah. Even the hunt for a 10 until Madison came about. Um, and then even Madison is ten or eight. I don't. I don't know what you want to classify him as. But but um, but, but maybe that went, a bit, that went a bit dry as well on the links. But, but but maybe the right back one is dependent on you know someone leaving because at the moment you've got Bellerin, you've got uh, Chambers, who's considered a right back. You've got Cedric and Ainsley, so you've possibly got like four right backs in it. So you need to probably flog like. Or Ben I, White is coming in as a right back. I'd be surprised. I, I can't lie to you. One of the stupidest theories of all time. Really? He I he literally plays right back for Brighton. They play three at the back. Yeah, but he basically plays like a right back. No, I mean playing the playing the, playing on the right side. <laughs> no, no, but have you seen him play for Brighton? He literally go, gets up down up down that wing. Like he 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 plays as a right back for me. The first game I seen for Brighton, he was playing centre mid. I think I even messaged the um the main group yeah. that, um that he looked he looked good, but he looked like a defender playing in the field by a defender that could play. Um, I can't, I just can't see Arsenal spending fifty mil on a on a centre back to play right back. I can. I think I no, think. But did you know what I, I feel like? Because he is he is good on the ball, so I think he just basically wants him to replicate Louise's qualities that he brought um, before, which is why I feel like he would. I, I don't feel I don't see him being used anywhere other than centre back. Especially given the problem with how full backs are used. Hmm. I don't I don't think you look at Tierney on the left and think you know what we need on the right is. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you do it. I'll hmm. be honest. So yeah, I, I, I can I can see him playing. Um, centre-back, I can see him playing right-back and I can see him playing centre-midfield as well. I think that is why they've gone for him. I think that's why they're prepared to pay the money because they look at Ben White as someone who is multifunctional and it justifies it in the price. Like, we don't need to get a right-back. We've got Ben White. We don't need to get a fifth-choice centre-midfielder. We've got Ben White. 
we don't need to get a replacement for Louise. There's Ben White there. The 30, he's a 30 million centre back, a 10 million back on right back, and a 10 million. There you back go. Back. There you go. I mean, I, 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 it's, a, it's a good way of being a, trying to be a cheater about things. It's not the truth, but it's kind of your, I just can't see it. I, I just can't see it. I, I, also, I, I, also, I also don't think when he knows. Uh, he knows that Man City look to buy new players every five minutes. He knows that Spurs would look coming for him one day. He knows that United, there's a strong chance of them. Liverpool have already looked into him. I don't think he turns around and says, "Yeah, I'm going to go Arsenal to play right back." I just don't. I just don't think he does that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree, Van. I feel like I feel like Arteta basically sees him as like his John Stones. Basically, I feel mm. like that's that's. I feel like that's how he looks at Ben White. Um, because from everything I've seen of him and the games I've watched of him, his main quality is that he's very good on the ball and he's and he's aggressive in duels, basically. So, and basically the two teams that have wanted him, Leeds and Liverpool, they're both very high, you know, pressing, high octane, aggressive, um, pressing teams. So I can see why, but obviously, yeah, again, the fees, the fees are madness. But yeah, mm-hmm. that is 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 down to Graham Potter as well because let's be real that Dan Byrne has no business making it as a professional footballer and sometimes <laughs> I tell but <laughs> you know Graham Potter's got Dan Byrne bruh, getting into the box like back post and that trying to play little triangles and whatnot so you know how much of it is white how much of it is Potter are we are we going to have to start applying a Potter tax maybe Maybe we hopefully not because I want Basuma as well. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we don't have to apply it to him either. So because um, he's another one that I w- I would like us to sign. Um, just coming away from Ben White, actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about Ramsdale because I think this is like I've never seen a fan base so unanimously against a signing. Like normally, you get people who are like, even if the even if. 80% of the fan base is against a, a signing, right? You get like 20%. Oh, you know, he might be good. Literally, it's 100%. People do not want this guy. Like, he he is... I, I, I hate I hate him. I think he's the Premier League's worst goalkeeper. And the fact that we're even linked to spend £20 million on this guy. And some reports even more. Yeah, that Sheffield United want like £40 million for him. Is absolute criminal. I swear to God, I won't watch Arsenal this season if we sign him. We're going to be a twenty million pound signing because Sheffield United paid twenty million for him from a relegated side. So why would they sell him for the same price? He's never going for any less than thirty-five mil. Jordan Pickford went for thirty mil when Sunderland got relegated four years ago. So why on earth would um, my man be going for, for any less? He was, he's never going for any less. I don't know, unless that's what Arsenal are prepared to pay. But um, what twenty? Yeah. I I can't see that having legs because I can't see them value pricing him unless they've unless they've watched these performances this season and said, you know what, if we can get back what we spent on him, we've done well because he, can, he they sold him to Bournemouth in the first place, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he, he's generally awful. Like no, let's pull no punches. He's a bad bad keeper. Everything goes through him. Everything. It just goes through him. Like if there's if the, if you shoot, like I've never seen a goalkeeper concede so many long shots. It's like if you shoot from outside the box, it's going in. But I don't. The, the killer is it. It's not even in the corners. It's everything goes yeah, middle of the goal under his body. It's like he don't move his feet to get 
get down. He's he's just bad. And I thought I thought it when he was at Bournemouth because I watched match of the day once and he was he made a couple of saves and they was raving about him. And then I see him concede some goals and I was thinking, no nah, man, are you sure like this keeper's mm. decent? And then every time I've ever seen him since then, he's just been a shambles. He's shit. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. It's um uh, that deal there. I can't believe anyone at the club has spent the last two years watching that guy and thought, yeah, like if there's a question, that's the answer. It's, it's the, the thing is, it's it can't even be. You know, you know. Sometimes people justify it as always. It's a like it's a stat signing. It can't even be a stat signing because all the stats whatever metrics you've got for goalkeepers and there's advanced metrics now for goalkeepers it all points to this guy being the worst goalkeeper in the Premier League literally so it can't even be a a stat signing it I I I I, I personally don't really believe it I think it's likely to be agent trying to get him out of the championship um he's the Eng he's an England third choice goalkeeper playing in the championship I, I think it's likely to be that I can't, I can't I don't see why we would spend that amount of money on on um why would the agent choose arsenal oh we're everyone's choice mate we're everyone's choice we know we've been linked to anana right we've been linked to anana i think it's pretty clear that we've been linked to goalkeepers in the last two windows actually we were linked to um the brentford geezer last year and uh, we signed that renison guy who i mean god how 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 we got this guy into the club i'll never know and then uh, you know, potentially get ramsdale in as well um I think it's pretty high profile that we're um, in for a goalkeeper. I just think it's an easy link to make. I really think it's an easy link to make. Plus, also, we need the homegrown players that we're, we're selling English players. So we need English players in. I just think it's a really, really easy link to make. I, I can't. I don't. I'll put. I'll put my uh, neck on the line and say we aren't signing Ramsdale. I, I think that's all. Yeah, I'd be very. Load of shit. I'd be very surprised if it happens. Yeah, yeah. Sean, um, any thoughts on the Ramsdale stuff? You're on mute, bro. Yeah, I, I don't want him. I want Onana, but I don't think that's going to happen now. I feel like after Why? his bang, I, I feel like basically, I think he's decent from what I've watched him. Main attribute, again, is his distribution. So, like, he's very, very good, like, um, pings it, um, breaks lines with, as, as a goalkeeper. So I think that's why he's wanted. Why do we want midfielder qualities in the keeper before we look for keeper qualities? I think I think he's he's a decent keeper, but yeah, no, I think because that that's all this like all the modern trend in it. Like you look with Allison and Edison and yeah, all these guys. Edison are blinding keepers. No, no, yeah, no. I think I think Onana's decent though. I don't think he's a I don't think he's a bad goalkeeper. I haven't seen much of Onana except for that Ajax Champions League run um, a mm -hmm. few years ago, and he was really yeah. good then. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen anything of him since. Um, but Saved a couple of Mora's goals. Sorry, <laughs> you don't think he should have saved a couple of Mora's goals? No, I don't. I don't. I thought he played really well in that in that semi final. Actually, Where I thought he played really well. Where the um, maybe, uh, but I, I, the stats say he's a good goalkeeper. Um, so I, I I've seen that, and I, you know, my my main thing is with goalkeepers is like. Is the stuff away box. from the stuff on your feet? Is commanding your box, the aerial stuff. You know, um, th those are the important things in the Premier League, in my opinion. Like all the goalkeepers, except Ramsdale, are elite shot stoppers. They're all mm. sick, 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 sick shot stoppers, right? That where they make their mistakes are, you know, commanding the box. You know, 
corners, crosses, these kind of things. That's where the, the, the fine margins come with goalkeepers because they're all they're all amazing shot stoppers. You know, like I, I hate when people are like, oh, you know, six shot stopper. Yeah, okay, they all are. They they all are, unless you're Ramsdale. But um, I want to move on to some listeners' questions. And if you're watching on YouTube, send in the questions and we can, we'll we'll do them live. Um, I've got one here from Tommy Ajay One. Um, he asks, he's got two actually. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do his two because he's a patron. He says, Is Saliba actually going to get an opportunity to start? No, no, Anton, you're saying no, Sean. I don't think he will. I, I want to see what come what came out of that meeting they had yesterday. Oh, yeah, right. They had a meeting, yeah. They had, yeah, he met apparently his agent met with Edu, so so we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But I, it doesn't look promising to me for me, like the white signing. Like the, the real vote of confidence would be I'm not signing Ben White, Saliba's my man. But for me, the constant pursuit of Ben White just doesn't it doesn't reflect well on Saliba. Unless he told me tomorrow, you know what, Rob Holding's gonna go or Mary's gonna go. But I don't think either of them are gonna go. Rob Holding huh? What's that? Oh. How many did last season? Oh, we had like ten, <laughs> but we had to get rid of all, all of the centre backs. Yeah, but before Mustafi and um and Socrates went in January. Like after that, sorry, how much did we have? Uh, we so had defenders a lot, doesn't he? He, he had Louise, Mari, Gabriel, and Holden. 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 So he had four. Did yeah. Chambers not get no minutes as a centre back? I think he, he did actually. He came on. He came on as a sub at centre back, didn't he? Did he? When okay, um, someone yeah. someone got injured, if you, oh, I don't know if. Okay. Oh yeah, at Newcastle he did come on as a centre back. He played game. like twenty minutes or a half or something at centre back. Yeah, then it don't really count. But um, yeah. I don't know. Look, I, I would, I would love. Uh, I, I think it's. I just think the whole handling of Saliba. I know people try to draw positives from it, but there's a few facts you got to look at. Is that one? He sent the kid out on loan, talking about lack of experience or whatever. Gabriel had played nine games more in the same league than Saliba. Yeah, he played nine matches more. And Gabriel started as soon as he came. He signed one day and he started against Fulham practically the week later. Yeah. So it clearly wasn't about um lack of games and whatnot. You then you you, you sent him on loan. Um you didn't use him in the Carling Cup, you didn't use him in the Europa League. There's there's clearly something way more than just that. Even even when he I don't know if he's been asked about it this summer, but he I doubt I haven't heard of him alluding to to to, to rating the kid and treating him like a thirty million pound signing. And then you're targeting a player that's played just as much football, if not le- if not less top flight football, and you're and you're and you're gonna pay fifty mil for him. You know, and we're, and we're and we're hearing talks of this kid going out alone again. If I if I was Saliba, I, I would tell him to stuff it personally, unless you're guaranteeing me first team football. Yeah, I, I think the only the only way it makes sense is if, like, you know, when we were theorizing about what Ben White what Ben White means for the team and what it means for you know how how we play this season. I think the only the only reason it makes sense to keep Saliba around is if one of three things happen, right? Ben, my theory is right, and Ben White actually plays right back. <laughs> or yeah. um, your theory is right, we we play three at the back. Or Sean's theory is right, and maybe we sell one of Holden or or Mari. You know, they, those are the only things that I can possibly see Saliba staying. But but then, yeah, no, because we have we have so, our cover. Let's look at Sean's one about um, selling Holden or Mari. 
Um, do you see our t- like? I mean, I know I said about playing the three at the back with the three of them, but do you see Arteta losing the experience of Louise and then and then selling what he considers the experience of of Mari and holding to just leave essentially the the um f- four centre backs and three of them are essentially like kids. No, 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 no. I, I agree. I don't think I don't think he's going to sell either of them. Like people pointed to, you know, when um, Rob Holding's contract got extended last summer, people were like, "Oh, it's to protect his value." I'm like, no. Arteta just doesn't want to sell him. He likes him. Um, I, think, I, I think Rob Holding goes not this he, season, I, maybe not I, this I, season, but next season. I don't think he will be an Arsenal player come next season. Think- hopefully, ho- hopefully not. But I feel like I feel like he'll stay. Um, and Mary's Arteta's guy. He bought him eighteen months ago. He's used him nearly just as much as he's used Gabriel. So he obviously likes him as well. Um, so I, I, I see. Carried no- off towards the end of the season, though. I thought he was injured, but he kind of just binned him off. No, no, no. I, I do think he prefers Gabriel, but I don't think that means he doesn't like Mari at the same time. Like, I, I think um, I think he's all right with Mari, but he just obviously he, he prefers Gabriel. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't see a way for Saliba in. I really don't see any way for him in. I can't lie to you. Mm. All right. Um, okay. Um, Tommy Ajay one. He also play, asked which players from the Euro should we be looking at as potential incomings. Um, so we already spoke about Locatelli. Um, anyone else you got your eyes on, Sean? Mm. No, no one's really stood out to me that that much. If I'm to be totally honest, I'm trying to think. Um, I've liked watching Italy as a whole team, and yeah, obviously Locatelli in the first few games definitely stood out. Um, I did like their fullback Spinelloza. Um, he's like right footed, but he's playing left back. But I think he's originally a right back. Um, so I quite liked him. Um, he's a decent option. But no, no, no one's really, yeah, I can't lie to you. No one's really stood out to me like this at this Euros that I'm like, nah, sign, sign, sign. Not not overly. I mean, and the ones I do like, they're, they're pretty much unattainable. Like the one I've been impressed, the player I've been impressed with most is Pedri um, for Spain. But obviously, there's never any chance in hell of getting him. So it's that you know that one's just a non-star. So you just don't even entertain it. But yeah, yeah. What about uh, Alexander Isak? I like him, but at the same time, I, I, you know, we were having this discussion in the group chat. Um, what does that mean for Balogun? You know, some some of us are set, some are saying he should go on loan, but I just feel like he should get a chance. Um, and I feel like signing someone who's only a year older than him um, is, is is not the biggest endorsement of him, especially when he's just signed a new deal. So, um, but I do like Isaac. I think he's a good player, but I'd be wary of like the fear around him, 60 mil. Do you know what I mean? So, and for me, like if you're saying 60 mil, you have to be a shooter and I'm not necessarily convinced that he's a shooter at this moment in time. And you see much of Isaac? No, I haven't. I, my, my main uh, view of him comes from the um, Odegaard compilations before we got him, truth be told. Mm. And um, he misses a lot. But you lot have been very positive about him in recent weeks. Me? Just generally, maybe not you as an individual, but generally the group's been very positive about his performances. I've not seen... He looks looks a decent player. I saw the last... I saw extra time and probably the last 20 minutes yesterday. He didn't do anything but, you know, play of 10 men... um, 
it, it, it doesn't, it's not a fair way to judge players. I did like the look of that Ukraine midfielder, though, the one that plays for Atlanta. Miljanjans, Malianovsky. Yeah, he looked good, man. He looked good. Arsenal yeah. good? Better than Shaka good. <laughs> fair enough. Um, let me go to some Twitter questions. Uh, have you guys seen Ainsley Maitland Niles' car accident today? Yeah, that's what I posted earlier on. That's what I posted earlier on in the group. So I've got a question here from Pillard81. He says, if true, keep or sell <laughs> with a picture I mean, of Ainsley Maitland Niles' G-Wagon flipped over. I mean, if it's true, sell him. And if it's not true, sell him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think it is true, right? The Athletic have done an article about it. It's confirmed. Yeah, I, want, that it's I want the kid to have a good career. I just don't think that he's um, the standard that Arsenal need. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, and there's there's no shame in that. Like he's done really well to come through at one of the hardest academies in the country and make it to professional football. But you know, I think. I think what Arsenal's ambition should be is a is a step too far for what he brings to the table. I mean, I might be proven wrong in the future, but I, I can't see what he's going to bring to the Arsenal first team now. I mean, even the whole we we tried to convince ourselves he could be a good right back. Um, he doesn't want to. He doesn't. He doesn't apply himself the way a right back supposed to apply themselves. Really and truthfully, so mm. yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd sell him. I think we can get a decent fee for him. I don't, I don't, I don't think he let himself down in any way, shape, or form uh, with his loan at West Brom. And I think you know that there's a few, a few clubs in the Premier League that that could do with a player um, be standing. But yeah, we're just not one of them. I saw, I saw him and Eddie linked with Watford, both of them. So I, mean, what, I always think players like young players should avoid those clubs. That uh, is it fair to call what for the yo-yo club? Oh, definitely. Them and Norwich are the they're, they're the main yo-yo clubs for me, man. Mm. Last twenty years, probably gone about gone five or six promotion relegations, isn't it? They've only gone down once, or twice though, isn't it? It's just, they was mm-hmm. in the prem for like they went, they came up. They were in the prem for 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 a minute. For, yeah, for they stayed up for a long time. Like, okay, fair, fair, yeah, fair, I, don't, fair. I don't know if it's fair to call Watford a yo-yo. Norwich okay. is definitely yo-yo. Norwich are definitely. West Brom as well. I'd class them as a yo-yo. Yeah, West Brom a yo-yo, <laughs> for sure. I just yeah. think those moves are really risky because you go there, they go down, and you're the young player, then you're the ones that kind of suffer when you go into the championship because no one doesn't come and buy you. You know, and if it don't go right straight away in the championship, then you end up sitting on the bench and you're not on massive money. So they're not in a big rush to get rid of you. And you haven't really proven yourself at a high level. So no one's really coming to, to snag you neither. And you haven't proven yourself at that level. So no one's coming for you there. So you kind of end up getting stuck. And mm-hmm. then if they do get up and you're not really playing, they're not going to start using you in the Prem if they weren't using you in the championship, are they? So it's it's it's, it's risky. It's risky. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Ketia should go to like Celtic or something. That's not a bad shout. They need a replacement for Edward, so I think he yeah. would do. Uh, yeah, he would back. He scored shit loads of goals. Defoe's still scoring in that league, and he's like mm. fifty years old. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that guy Daryl asks, uh, "What do you think is the bare minimum minimum transfer requirements we need to compete this season?" 
Compete for what? I'm assuming, um, I'm assuming top four. Yeah, say top four because I think that's the only thing that can be. I don't think we can be expected to compete for the title at this point. Do you think we can be expected to compete for top four? Yeah, I think we. I think we should. Mate, think if, we they're, should. If, if, if they're willing to spend fifty million on white, <laughs> then you better, mate. Listen, because if, if they're prepared to spend there's, fifty there's, million on white, that to me, me, that to me tells me they have money to spend. Yeah, somewhere. all right, you know I mean? that's that's all well and good. Yeah, but I, I, this is the same argument I I'd have with Liverpool fans last season when remember when they was trying to get their excuses out early doors about Chelsea should be Chelsea should be winning the league so they could excuse the fact that they knew they weren't winning the league again. Do you remember that? And my argument is, okay, you could add this player, you could add that player. Does £50 million Ben White make Mikel Arteta give you any confidence that Mikel Arteta can finish above Jurgen Klopp, Thomas Tuchel, Pep Guardiola? No, but £50 million being spent on a better player, and 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 that that was my thing. It, it wasn't necessarily about the player; it's about how we're utilizing our resources. Because if you if you're prepared to spend fifty million on Ben White, you could have spent that money already better, in my opinion. That could have got you two decent players that might have moved the needle for the club a bit better. So, what two, what two players are you getting for twenty five mil each? Uh, I mean, they said hours available for twenty mil this summer. Um, Brand is a. And how and how often over the course of a season does our talent take you to above these these other sides that you're competing with? Not just I don't, him, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to give an old English cliche, but when it's when it's cold and it's horrible in November, does 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 our help you in an away game on a Wednesday night? But but would he not help us more than Ben White? Yeah, he would. But again, does he now take? Does this make now make? Does this give you confidence of an Arsenal side being better than the Liverpool side, the Chelsea side, or the City side? No, I think I think I think my what point about is the United side that just spent ninety five million Sancho. I think I think the point is though is if you are prepared because we're not just talking about spending fifty million. We're talking about Ben White is probably going to be fifty million of probably around two hundred million spent this summer. I, that's that's what I think we're going to spend around two hundred million. I think if you're spending two hundred million in a summer. We're not, we're not 200 million pounds worth of players behind top four. So I don't think we need 200 million pounds worth of talent to to bridge that gap. So I think if you're spending that amount of money, you, you're the minimum expectation then is to then compete with those sides. I mean, you, you, you got a case study. You got to spend it right though. You got to spend it right. But you got a case study 12 months ago, not even 12 months ago. You just saw the exact same thing happen with Frank Lampard. And, sure. and 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 he got sacked for it. Yeah, but guess who ain't getting sacked? <laughs> well, I, I I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm I'm not. Nah, too, do, I'm do, not nah, do you know what? And I'll disagree with that. I feel like if they say to Art, if they give Arteta two hundred mil to spend, and he's not within a decent touching distance of top four by like December. I think they'll have a decision to make, especially with fans back in the stadium. They've had a decision to make for over a year. No, don't no, no, so 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 don't don't get me wrong. I agree with you, but I think they will use mitigating circumstances and context to defend that. Do you know what I mean? So I don't get me wrong. I I would have sacked him because at the end of the day, what was what we were seeing was totally unacceptable. But they will use oh um, 
COVID, they will use, oh, do you know what? We didn't get all our targets. Uh, we're having to balance a, a bloated wage bill because what they'll say now is that loads of players are off the wage bill. Um, and basically, we've just declined to a point where we need to spend money because we, we, we don't have any other option. This squad as it is, isn't going to get top four. So that's that's going to be their reasoning. So like, if they heavily back him, um, he, he, he has to do it. I mean, obviously, I don't think he will do it, but he has to get close. I mean, I get, I get where you're coming from. I just, I just have no confidence in the manager, and I think ultimately, even if the acquisitions are expensive, if they're not of the same quality as the teams are trying to catch or even close to, whilst you have an inferior manager, you're just pissing in the wind. So, so, so I guess the question, going back to the question of what Daryl was asking, was what would it take for us to compete? So. You know what? What transfers would it take for us to be in that conversation? Because for me, it's not Ben White. It's not. No, it's not Ben it's, White for fifty minutes. It's not Ben White. So I'd get rid. Of, so is, is we talking across the board, or are we just talking? Yeah. I'd get rid of the manager. Um, well, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. But you said what? I thought you meant play. across the board. Um, I thought I, I mean players wise. Sorry, I thought you were talking about uh, oh, actually well. naming players and stuff. I mean. What would you say? We need a right back. We need. You'd say we need a centre back. We need. I think we, need, we do need a centre back. If you want to compete for top four, I think we do need centre back because I don't think Rob Holding is sufficient quality to be our. Uh, essentially, he's a second choice centre back, right? If if whoever is our first choice gets injured, Rob Holding plays, so he's a second choice. I don't think he is good enough to be a top uh, a second choice centre back. For a top four side, so yes, for me, we need a centre back, and that's why I, that's the only reason I don't mind Ben White. That's the that's the only thing that is making me look at the transfer in a, in a positive light. Um, I, I don't know. I think I, I, I I'm not. I don't know. There's a lot of people that we could bring in that you could say would it would improve us. I, because I'm so unsure as to how this team is viewed at its best team. And the amount of players that have been made to look bad. When I don't, I don't think Aubameyang became a bad player overnight. Um, I think. Would you say what two players could come out of last season and say they had three players could say they had a good season last season? Saka, Smith Rowe, and Tierney. Tierney, maybe maybe Xhaka to a certain degree, but if that's based on what he's served up so far. Yeah, I don't, so I, don't, like... I don't think so. I don't think you could say. I say maybe Gabriel could say he had a, a a decent start to English football, but outside of that, I don't think you could look at anybody and say they had a good season. No, I agree. So yeah, like Saka, Tierney, and Smith Rowe, I'd, I'd say they're the only ones that could walk out of last season and say, yeah, you know what, I had I I I I done the minimum at least the minimum of what's expected of me and and in some cases more and some and other cases far more so I don't, I don't think all these players become bad players overnight but i just think it's really hard to judge what arsenal need when there's such a clear floor at the top and i don't think everyone sees the floor for what it is because people have consistently made excuses for it so maybe I see it a bit different, but I just I just don't. Yeah, I, I think until you sort out the manager issue, I don't really think it matters who you sign. So, but, so, you, so you think um, we could sign 
let, let, let me let me let me say to you a, a window and you and uh, you tell me whether we could make top four with this window right mm. we signed madison we signed basuma we signed um awa um we sign yeah, what formation are you playing Luke? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Uh, we sign. All right. Instead of instead of our while, we sign Locatelli because that's someone we we've actually been linked with heavily, right? Locatelli, Basuma. Um, who did I say? I said uh, someone else. Madison, Madison. Madison. And and a good right back. Okay. Can that team get top four with this current manager? You strengthened your midfield massively. I still don't think so. I still don't think so. I still, I don't see, I just don't see how he gets above United, City, Chelsea and Liverpool. I just can't see it. And and, and I, I agree, Van. Essentially he, essentially, he doesn't because one, they all have better squads than us. They all have better managers than us. So really and truthfully, we're not going to be able to outspend any of those teams to finish above them. We need, well, you're going to rely on, you're going to need to rely on good coaching, which we're all sceptical about Arteta with. Or As someone you're, having a beast. Yeah, or but you're all gonna... of those clubs bar United have proven that if they do have a beast, they make a change. Yeah, well, and also... I think United might be the team to have a beast this year. You know, I can't see it. In terms, of... I can. Uh, they've got too much. Bruno is at the moment. Bruno goes off the boil. I wonder where how that team. But you see the problem with United, yeah. They've just got goals in them, like, and no, no matter how bad you, like, you know, you look at how sometimes they're structured. United just always look like they can score to me. They have too much individual talent, um, and that bells them out more time than anything. It might not be enough to to win them the league, but it will be easily enough to get them in the top four, in my opinion. So. Yeah, potentially, potentially. And, All right, and... let me let me do some quick fire questions before we wrap things up. Then. Um... Mm. Ooh, no 23 afc i'm not answering that one uh paul paul underscore hell is very simple question he says i uh, love the show by the way keep it up guys he says is arsenal going to be a better team in the next season than the last one <laughs> very I mean, very the, simple the, question the, the bar's in hell so even if it is better <laughs> you, you could we could finish seventh and you'd say it's better but mm. i mean realistically it's not better is it so so maybe, but it just depends by which. I think I think I'm going to say yes. You've made a oh. very simple question seem very difficult, there, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not. His name is not Sean. Can everyone stop calling him Sean? Hey, buddy, we all saw the magazine. This is kind of silly. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think they could do better than last season. Yeah. Um, Twenty-three AFC says, "Do you think we would have a better chance with Nuno or Benitez?" No. Well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, we would, but I, I wouldn't want to watch that. Mm. Okay. Um, let me see if Should I go for Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers is an interesting one because I feel like he might just be on his way. You know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think, it, I think that, that falling short those two years in a row, I think this year would have been the perfect summer to turn his head. Because I think this would have taken a lot out of him. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me if Leicester had a bit of a, a tail-off start of this season and come like Christmas, um, they may be lurking around like 8th, ninth, and you know maybe Brendan wants to change and, and, they, and they, they change things up. 
but people said that this season about this season though, and they were pretty much in the top four the whole season, even with yeah. like, Europe and stuff like. And I feel like already the two signings that it looks like they've made Dakar and Sumaru. Have they made? Like, have they signed Sumaru? Uh, well, uh, yeah, it's not been announced officially, but it's still they they keep saying it's a done deal. But yeah, but I mean, if they get those sort of signings done still, and they retain like Tielemans, Madison, the team is still strong. I mm. think so. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 that's you know so we're, we're talking about improving and you know look i mean look at what leicester are doing yeah so. true that true that all right cool we've done an hour let's wrap it up and it was great to see you mate thanks for joining us anytime my brother uh sean lovely yeah. having you always uh, always yeah. pleasure come yeah. on you lions it's coming home Network.